Hey, what's up everyone? Your friend Dean Kulawiri here. Hey, hope you're having a fantastic week. If you, and uh, you know, for those of you who are job seekers, you're pushing through in your job search, you're staying positive, you're taking the actions that are getting you in communication with the right people, in front of the right people, so you can score those interviews and ultimately that offer letter, right? So what I wanted to touch on today real quick is, uh, and you know, I, I get this question all the time about ATS, uh, applicant tracking systems, right? ATS platforms, applicant tracking systems. Basically, it's, a, it's that thing where, you know, if you're applying for a job online, you're submitting your resume to, to an automated, some automated process, right? Maybe it's for, for a position you're applying to. Uh, again, maybe in one of the job boards or maybe it's on, um, you know, corporate website usually. Uh, the end result is usually your, your application, your resume somehow ends up on, on, you know, some kind of an ATS or applicant tracking system platform, right? And so many job seekers, I hear so many, so much frustrations from job seekers about these platforms. And I just wanted to clear up a few things. Uh, and number one is, you know, something that, that everyone needs to keep in mind in regards to applicant tracking systems. And this is for, you know, those of you who are job seekers out there. Look, I understand, I understand the frustration, by the way, right? Like, I, I totally understand the frustration. You're, you're applying for these jobs. You're trying to figure out, you know, some kind of uh, uh, an edge you can give yourself, right? Some kind of an edge where, where your, your resume actually gets found and seen and all that stuff on the ATS system. How do you increase your chances of getting, you know, the recruiter and all that stuff to, to actually look at your resume and give you a phone call? So first thing, first and foremost, okay, I'm, I'm about to hit you with some harsh reality, folks. The ATS, the applicant tracking system, was not made with the job seeker in mind. You are not the, not the end user of the applicant tracking system, right? That's the reality of the situation. And, and this is coming from someone who's worked in recruitment. I've worked in recruitment for a number of years. I've used various ATS uh, platforms, by the way, right? I've used Bullhorn ATS, uh, Job Diva. I've used Aiken Cloud. Uh, there was another one. I can't remember the name of the other one. Um, I've also used Salesforce, um, which is not, you know, it's not created to be an ATS. It's more like off the shelf customized for, uh, you know, recruitment and stuff like that. By the way, I, I, I was not a fan of Salesforce. I hated using Salesforce as an, as an ATS. Uh, but that, that's a, that's a, a video for another time, right? But uh, I've used a couple of ATS systems, right? And the ATS platform, folks, are, was made with the recruiter in mind. The end user of the ATS is the recruiter, or whoever it is that's using the system. It's not the job seekers. So that's why a lot of you folks are as job seekers. You know, I see you putting posts on LinkedIn, uh, you know, sharing your frustrations with this whole ATS, right? The whole ATS thing, how it's not really helping you stand out. It's not getting you any results. Uh, and you don't know how to really work with the system. So first and foremost, the reality is the ATS was not built with the job seeker in mind. It was built with the recruiter in mind, right? For the person who's trying to recruit more efficiently and more effectively. And that is the end user folks, right? And that's why if you scroll through LinkedIn, you're probably not gonna hear any complaints from recruiters or HR people about ATS, about applicant tracking systems. Why? Because the applicant tracking system is doing exactly what it's supposed to do, help the recruiter or the HR person or whoever is using the system to be more well-organized, to be able to search for resumes more effectively, right? The, the first agency, uh, the first small size agency I worked at, uh, my mentors and the people that, that kind of trained me, trained me on recruitment, they started on recruitment back in like the, the, the early 80s or something like that, right? So this was before any major technology in recruitment. And them, like they had to basically go through physical stacks of resumes. Like they used to have stacks and stacks of resumes just like all over the place. 
and it just was not organized, right? So, so the ATS system, if you fast forward, you know, a number of decades to where we are at right now, the ATS system basically helps recruiters do their jobs more effectively, right? At least from, from their standpoint and the organization's standpoint, where they don't have to go through stacks and stacks of, you know, these physical printed out versions of the resumes and stuff, and stuff like that. Everything's on this ATS, which is, which is you know, in, in all respects, uh, like a database pretty much, uh, to, you know, if you take a certain perspective on that. And allows the recruiter to search for the for for you know certain keywords and bring up a whole bunch of, of resumes and applications that match those keywords. So from that standpoint, I personally have uh, you know as someone who is the ideal end user of a of an applicant tracking platform and applicant tracking system, no complaints, folks. All right, like that's why you won't hear recruiters and HR people complain about AT, uh, about the ATS, right now. This brings me to point number two, right? Now, now point number one is basically, it's not built for the job seeker folks, all right? So, so uh, you know, any complaints about how it's not doing well, it's not doing great. No recruiters and HR people are complaining about the, uh, you know, these ATS systems because it's, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do to help the recruiter, to help the, the HR person do their job more effectively, right? Now, the other point I wanted to cover is this whole thing about beating, beating the ATS, right? Dean, how do I beat the ATS? I see these posts, I see these, you know, people saying here, hey, this is how you beat the ATS and all this stuff. So again, as someone who has worked in recruitment, what I want to tell you is this phrase beating the ATS does not make any sense. Like there's no logic behind it. And I'll tell you why folks, right? And that's because every single resume or every single application, uh, whereas the end result is it lands itself, you know, it makes its way to, it makes its way to an ATS is on the ATS, it lands on the ATS. So there's nothing to beat. So when you say, uh, you know, how do you beat the ATS? Uh, it makes no sense because there's nothing to beat. Like I said, right? Every single resume submitted to an applicant tracking system actually ends up on the applicant tracking system. It's on there. It's actually on the, on the system. It is findable and searchable. Uh, now the degree to which it's findable and searchable is dependent on the keywords, of course. But the fact is your resume, your application is on the system. So there's nothing to beat from that standpoint. So for those of you, we're saying, how do you beat the ATS? The real question is, how do you stand out on the ATS? That should be the real question, right? And this is what most of you are struggling with, right? You can't figure out, hey, uh, you know, how do I stand out amongst those hundreds and hundreds of other applications? So what I wanted to stress in and what I wanted to kind of, uh, you know, leave all of you folks with is, look, it's not enough folks to be hitting submit or hitting send and, and, and expecting that you're gonna, your resume is gonna magically stand out and it's gonna somehow come up in the search results and, the, and you know, the recruiter's gonna do some keyword combination that's gonna result in your resume coming up at, uh, you know, within the top, top 10 to 20 of the list. That is not a strategy. That is, you're depending on hope, luck, chance, you know, random chance and stuff like that. I don't want you depending on that folks, all right? As much as I could say, hey, yeah, you know, make sure the keywords are in line and you know, all that stuff, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, you're, you would still be depending on, on beating certain odds to make sure that your resume is, is within the first 10 to 20 of, uh, you know, that, that whole, uh, the, the, the search results, right? Well, depending on, again, what keywords the recruiter puts in. So the point here is you do not want to depend on that. You need to be taking proactive steps beyond simply hitting submit or send in order to really stand out. All right, now for those of you who want, more, want my idea on what you need to be doing, uh, I want you to check out my my free masterclass, all right? My free masterclass, I actually go into this in a bit more detail and I explain the three steps you, you need to be incorporating into your job search process because again, simply hitting send and applying folks is not enough, especially in the current environment, it is not enough. You're, you're up against high levels of competition. 
well, if before you were competing with maybe a couple of hundred other applicants, you're now competing with hundreds and hundreds of applicants. And if not hundreds, maybe even thousands, I would say, right? Especially if it's like a larger, more well-known organization. So more proactive, further, additional steps are required. So again, I want you to sign up for the masterclass. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on anchor.fm, it'll be in the description. I want you to sign up for the masterclass. It's a free masterclass where I go into, de uh, into further expanding on my three-step process on what you need to be doing in order to really stand out. If you're watching this on LinkedIn, uh, the link's gonna be in the comments, so check that out. Uh, sign up for the free masterclass. Uh, make, makes the most of it. And look, the, the thing I want you to leave with is everyone, the days of hitting sub submit and send and, and expecting a response are long over, all right? I, I mean, the more we move into a, a, a lifestyle where we're, we're more focused on you know doing everything online, applying for jobs online and all that stuff, and especially right now in the, you know, in the midst of this pandemic we're in, way more people applying for jobs, way more amount of available talent. You do not want to be depending on the ATS because the ATS was not built for you. It was, it was not built with the job seeker in mind. It was built with the recruiter in mind. It was built with the HR person in mind. You do not want to depend on that. You don't, the only way to really beat that is to be proactive and take additional steps, right? So make sure you check out my masterclass, it's free. Check it out in the comments. And if you already taken the masterclass, let me know your feedback. Let me know in the comments how you're implementing my process and what you're doing to get yourself uh, ahead of the game uh, and standing out amongst all those other applicants, right? So hey, look, I hope you take those proactive steps and uh, sign up for the masterclass and hope this information was helpful. Hope this video was helpful and insightful. Don't give up. Don't get, uh, don't feel discouraged. You just gotta figure out. The problem is not necessarily you and your your lack of knowledge, your lack of talent. It's probably not that, folks. The problem is probably your strategy, your process, what you're doing to get yourself in front of the right opportunities. It does not have to take months and months and months. If you got the right process, it's gonna get you results, all right? So hey, have a fantastic week. Talk to everyone later, all right? Take care.